Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Well, hi guys, welcome to Taking the Mikel. It is our offshoot of the Obi Wan podcast made possible by Bet Winner. We're all going to make you wait for a special one. It is the special one, episode 7 of the Obi Wan podcast. That is upcoming Monday, December the 18th. It's myself, Chris McCarty. John Obi Mikel is back. He's the boss man, John. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm very well, thank you very much. Well, yeah, that's a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> well, not very near. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not great after after war. The past twenty minutes. Yeah, it's been a it's been a shite weekend, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> right, let me let everyone in on a little secret. We're recording this taking the Mikhail edition literally twenty minutes after the full time whistle has blown at Goodison Park, where Everton have beaten Chelsea by two goals to nil. Two successive defeats, John, midweek against Man United at Old Trafford. They've gone to Goodison Park a little earlier. They've been beaten again. I'm gonna say it, John, you're a backer of Mauricio Pochettino. Yep. Are you still a backer of the man? Well, listen, I, I, I'm still a backer of the man, but then I will say it's time we start taking responsibilities, isn't it? I mean, we keep talking about uh, the building process. We have, you know, we have to give them time. We have to give the players time. We have to give Mauricio time. I understand all that, and I've been uh, one of the biggest backer of of Mauricio and what he's trying to do, his idea, his philosophy of how he wants the team to play. But it's about time we start winning. We start turning whatever he wants to do, his idea, yeah. into winning. We have to start winning games. We have to start competing. But right now, we're not doing that. I've got the stats in front of me. Last eight games, going back to the two-two draw yeah. against Arsenal, you led that game two-nil. They pegged you back at the bridge to yeah. draw 2-2. Since then, you've won two, you've drawn two, you've lost four. That's eight points in 24, John. It's yeah. not good enough. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. I mean, it's, you know, we've, we've been in games where we should have won games and we've been in games where I, I look at the team and I'm like, what are we actually doing? Yeah. You know, we keep, I, we keep talking about the process. We keep talking about a building process. There is no identity of how the team wants to play. I, I'm a big believer of giving a manager time. You know, how many manage, managers are we going to have in the team? I'm not a big believer of sacking managers right, left and centre. Obviously, we've done that. You know, Frank has come and left. Uh, you know, Graham has come. And, so, and now, Poch, we need to give him time. But at the same time, we need to start Winning games. But John, you're 12th. You're 12th. I know we're 12th. And yeah. I said to you as we were coming in to record yeah. this podcast, full pre-season he's had with that squad. Yeah. No European football. And yet, apart from one or two moments, the City game a few weeks back, 
where they look good. They were great for an hour yeah. against Arsenal. Yeah. It's simply not good enough. There's been a billion pounds spent, spent on that squad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the only game that, that I can say when I look at the team and I look at it and I say, okay, this is Chelsea, was a City team, was a City game where I looked at the team, I was like, okay, they were good at the game and we managed to get a draw. But apart from that, when I look at the team play uh, all throughout this season, really, I haven't really seen that much of you know, an identity, an idea of how we want to play moving forward, going forward. Is it, are we just going to sit on the fence where we say, okay, we are still in a rebuilding process, blah, blah, blah. There is no time for that. No. We need to start winning games. We need to turn, whatever it is, we need to turn it around. We need to, but when I look at the team again, it comes down to leaders. Yeah, I looked at the, <laughs> I looked at the game today, you know, I was watching the game today and I looked around the pitch. <laughs> There is no single leader. No one. There is no. There is no one that is gonna come out on the pitch, and you know, go at a player, go at your colleague, and say, "Listen, wake up! What are you doing? Come to you, scream at you." Yeah. This is what we had before when John Terry, you know, back in the day when we used to play the likes of DJ Drogba, John Terry, Frank Lampard. When you're having, when you're having a shit game, these guys will make you wake up. You know, they will come right in front of you, <laughs> grab you by the neck, whatever they have to do to make you wake up. You have to wake up. I look at the team today. All around the pitch, including the manager, I didn't see him scream at the, n- not one of the players nope. to say, do your fucking job, wake up and make sure you run around and make sure, you know, we you're win this game. You're doing the basics. You're doing the basics, John. The other thing as well, your skipper, Reese James. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Reese. Yeah. He's got all the tools. You know, for me, if he's fit, he's one of the best right backs he in is, world yeah. football. He's got all the attributes. He can't stay fit. He's no. taken off with a hamstring injury. Levi Colwell's brought into the game after, what was it, 27 minutes or so. That boy's got to stay fit. If he's the captain, you need your captain on the pitch more often than not. Exactly. You need, that's, you've said it all. You need your captain on the pitch. And yeah, he's just come, off, he's just come back from a, from a long layoff uh, injury and now he's back and now he's injured again. You need your captain fit you need your captain on the pitch and we haven't had that we ha- we don't have that we don't have a captain who's on the pitch we're talking about leaders that's what jt did for the club for for, for decades you know he was always on the pitch even when he was injured yeah. broken toes uh, ankle injury injections treatment he was all he always wanted to be on the pitch because it was his job as a leader to be on the pitch to lead the team to make sure that we win games we're successful and i look at the team today I don't know what's wrong with you know with Reese. I'm a big fan of Reese, but so he needs he needs to be fit. Whatever's wrong with him, whatever's causing those injuries, we need to figure it out and make sure he stays fit. Because when he's when he's fit, like you've said, he's one of the best right back on the planet. I look at this Chelsea eleven tonight, uh, and I'm being a bit harsh here, but I'm going to do it, John. I'm going to yeah. go through this team, and you tell me, give me a verdict, truly. <laughs> Robert Sanchez, big fan. Of course, uh, Graham Potter had him. He, he believed in him at Brighton. Obviously, yeah. didn't bring him to Chelsea. It was the, uh, the, the the kind of recruitment regime that did. Robert Sanchez, great with the ball at his feet. I've still got a bit of a question mark about him as a goalkeeper. Yay or nay for you? Not really great on his feet for me, though. I haven't seen him really with that great with his feet on the ball. Shot stopper, I wouldn't say so as well. So for me, he's you know he's one of those where I say you know he was a hit and miss and still yeah. is. Okay, Reese James, we both like. He's just gonna yeah. get fit. Yeah, he needs to be fit. He needs to stay fit. Mark Kukurea. I mean, an awful lot of money spent on this boy. Yeah. We, we are aware that he's had one or two off-field issues. And then that's obviously impacted him settling into the football club, but he's not Chelsea standard. No, nah, it's not Chelsea standard. I wouldn't say that. I mean, when you look at the left backs that we've had, 
he just Ashley says, Cole. you know, Ashley Cole William and then Gallus. Ashley Cuesta, William oh. Gallagher. Exactly. So you're talking about these players, players that who have stayed in the club for many years, played so many games, won a lot of trophies, and the standard that they've set for the for that position for me, he's not. Ah, he's not a Chelsea. Standard. It's the two French boys in the middle, or it certainly was a little earlier. You've yeah. got Benoit, Badi Shili, as well as Axel Dezazi. I mean, honestly, John. Are they up there with the very no, best? No, I nope. wouldn't say that. Look at the look, look at the centre backs we had before. You know what I mean? <laughs> the John Terry's, the, the you know the Ricardo Cavallo, the, the the Alex, you know the the Galax. Look at those players. You know. Alex, Alex, I've not heard <laughs> Alex his name. Alex as well, exactly. I've not heard his name. The big Alex mentioned. from Brazil. I mean, he was a he was a fucking unit, mate. I'm telling you. <laughs> Was he? Uh, he was big, good on the ball, very, very good on the ball, and also defensively, very, very good. So when you look at those centre backs that we've had, and you look at the centre backs we have, we've got today. Come on, you need to compare those. Uh, I think they're not up to standard. And then you've got two blokes that cost the football club over two hundred million <laughs> quid. I mean, I'm a huge fan of them both. I think yep. there's players in both Enzo yep. Fernandez and Moises Casado. It's just, are they victims of the fact that? They don't have a settled side, Chelsea or Enzo, or am I being a bit too lenient on them? Do we expect more from both Enzo and Moises? I think we do expect a lot from them. I think we expect more from them. I think, like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Caicedo as well. I keep saying, you know, I need to see him put in those performances yeah. that he has, that he did while he was at, you know, Brighton. But again, when you look at it as well, you're going to say, no disrespect to Brighton, what was Brighton a, 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 a much smaller club where he feels his performances are looked at that certain yeah. high standard and now you're playing for a club like Chelsea where we depend even way more than you did for Brighton and can he go even that step higher I don't know if he has that in him but I'm still a big fan of, of Caicedo Fernandez also I mean Argentina had a great uh, World, World Cup, Cup and yeah. then he came for the he came to the club for over 100 million was it 100 million something like that five million, 105 million so you know, two really good players. Uh, I think those two are going to be good. They need time. They need time. A quick one, in actual fact, because you raise an interesting point there. Yeah. What is it like? Obviously, you came in the early part of your career to Chelsea, so I'm looking at you slightly differently. Once you left Chelsea, you had your stint in China, you came back with Stoke, you were in Middlesbrough as yeah. well. How really different was it? to Chelsea you mentioned there Moises he was yeah. maybe comfortable being at a smaller club exactly and then the step up you're like holy shit this yeah. is just a different world yeah. you did it the opposite way you went big early and yeah. finished off with the greatest of respects to Stoke and Borough yeah. they're just not on Chelsea's level how was the drop off in intensity John? oh Explain it's massive it's, it? my, oh, it's massive mate I'm telling you it's massive you don't know uh, until you are in that in that situation whereby you're coming from a club like Chelsea and then going to a club like Stoke. I mean, like you've said, no disrespect to Stoke, Middlesbrough. And Tony uh, you know, was brilliant. He exactly, loved Tony Pulis. Yeah, I, love, I love Tony Pulis. I, you know, I had a fantastic time there. You know, the people at the club were fantastic, both at Stoke, Middlesbrough, Kuwait, China, where I played. So for me, when you, when you leave a club like Chelsea and you go to those places, the drop-off in terms of you know, you know where you are from and then going to a club like, like Stoke, which no disrespect, but Again, coming back to Caicedo, being at Brighton and having those performances, you know, for a smaller club. And then coming to Chelsea now, you know, you, you now come to a club whereby, OK, now I'm at Chelsea. I need to put in even bigger performances. And the price you tag. Know, exactly. The price tag. The world is watching you now. A lot of people are watching you. You're now playing for Chelsea. It's about how can I 
again bring out those performances yeah. even if you bring out those performances that you were bringing out when you are, are bright it might not be enough playing for Chelsea you need to go a step higher does he have that in him to go a step higher that's a problem we wait and see I, I kind of see a little bit of de- uh, development in his game you know sometimes you know it's a little bit hit and miss right now but we need to see consistency in his performances. That's what we need to see. Uh, both him and Fernandes, we need to see consistency. Then there's the three ahead of those two. If we yeah. come back to this starting eleven from the Everton game, you've got Cole Palmer, who's set the world alight. You know, I say set the world alight. Listen, he's been, he's been good <laughs> in a struggling Chelsea team. Yeah, yeah. You've got Conor Gallagher. I think anyone can be good at a well, struggling <laughs> you're right. Team you're right you're absolutely right. Yeah. You know, when I say set the world alight, it's not as if he's a goal a game man, but yeah. he's come in, he's had an impact. Conor Gallagher... I've got my own thoughts on Connor. I think he's a great player. Do I think he's Chelsea quality? No, I do not. And then Mikhailo Mudrik, who is just a fish out of water. Oh, he had a stinker opinion. today. He's just, he's not at it, John. No, he's not at it today. He's not at that I mean, level. I mean, Kalaga, like you've said, I mean, uh, when I look at Kalaga play, I think he's, like you've said, you know, he's a decent player. He's a decent player. Is he uh, a Chelsea midfield play- kind of player? Starting 11 for starting Chelsea. Starting 11. I mean, no. back in the day when we were playing, I mean, would a Gallagher get into the starting 11? No chance. I don't think so. So it just tells you uh, where the club is right now. And, and again, it's a building, rebuilding process. You know, we're trying to build. We're trying to get the young players to improve and get better. But right now we're 12th in the league, man. 12th. We're 12th in the league. It's mental. You know, if we lose a couple of more games, we're back. We're down there in the relegation zone. We don't want to be in that relegation zone. A Chelsea Football Club should not be in a position where we are today. We need to start winning games. Enough about the rebuilding process. It's long gone now. The season is almost. You know, we have 22 games left. We have to start winning. So come games. on, then, John. Come on, then. Cut through this. I know you're a Porch fan. He's under pressure now. He's right? under pressure right now. I'll put it that way. He's under pressure right now. Enough about the rebuilding process. Like we've said, I've backed him. I've come out and I've said we need to give him time. But I've seen the past few games right now. We're it's not Chelsea. doing it. We're it's Chelsea. Chelsea football you, know, club. you know, we're in the 12th position. We can't keep losing games. The fans at some point are going to turn on you. Yeah. We have to start winning games. I'm a big fan of coach. What he does with younger players. But we need to start winning games. 16 games. Just 19 points, 18 off the top. Of course, Liverpool setting uh, the standard thus far after 16 games with 37 points. So you're 18 points off the top. You're just 10 points above Luton in the final relegation spot. You've spoken to me at length about Graham Potter. Chelsea were closer to relegation than they were a title race. If this was Graham Potter, he'd probably be gone. He'd probably right be gone. He was yeah. not given a preseason. You can yeah. tell I'm a Potter fan. I'm I'm going to bat for him <laughs> yet again. But what I'm saying is, I like Poch too. But you're Chelsea Football Club. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there's a project. Yes, he needs time. But he got to string some results together because that's ultimately what Graham didn't do. There was a project with Graham. He didn't win enough games. Eventually, he was sacked. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, when you look at it again, I'm not talking about pressure. You only look at City, they haven't won four games in a row. They didn't win four games in a row. And who was under pressure? Not under pressure, not under pressure. From the media. Yeah. You know, questions, uh, were, questions were asked. You know, Pep, forget about what he did last <laughs> season. He won the fucking treble. <laughs> and he hasn't won four games and everybody starts asking questions. Today, you can see that the, the, the anger, the emotions in him today. I was watching him on the touchline. He, feel, yeah. he looked like a manager who's under so much pressure. 
that comes down to how much he wants to win the winning mentality that he has that he has installed into this man city team and i watched them today that once they went down one nil the reaction from the team you know they came out in the second half and they won the game this is what i need to see from this chelsea side you know this is what we did when we were back in the day we need, we go down one nil in the you know the first half come out the second half and we play like lions we come out flying and we win the game I don't see that right now. I'm loving how, how much of an old man you're sounding, John. Back in my day. Back in my it. day. No, but it's, it's true. It's true. I was talking to, you know, let's not say anything, you know, about, too much yeah, about exactly. Jose. Yeah, let's not say too much about Jose, obviously. If he did what he did to us yeah. back in the day, if he did to what he, you know, the way, the motivation and how he got us to win games, it doesn't matter how much, what, whichever way he, he got us to win games. If he did half of that, to this current Chelsea team. Oh. He'll be sued. <laughs> He'll be sued. You're not wrong. He'd be in jail, I think. He'd be in jail. There's no doubt about that. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is Mikel B, former Super Eagles and Chelsea midfielder, urging you all to sign up with Betwinner. Betwinner is a platform that offers sports betting, casino and games. Also, you stand the chance in getting up to 200% bonus on registration. Remember to bet responsibly. Last Chelsea clean sheet, John. These are sobering stats, I know. Fulham on October the 2nd. Just three clean sheets in 16 league games this season. They're struggling at the top end of the pitch. We haven't even got to Armando Broja, yeah. who started up front today. Oh my again, God. he's not at the level. No, he's not at the level. He's not it's at just level. not. I mean, again, we've, we've come out, a lot of us have come out and said Jackson is doing, you know... Is he a Chelsea striker? But you know, he, he runs around. There. Exactly, there's, there's something, something about there. him. He runs around. He runs. He likes to run behind the defenders. You know, he's always in a position where he's creating chances or half a goal, whatever it is. He's always there. Is he a Chelsea striker? Yeah, to be honest, I have my doubts with him. It's not. A, it's, he, he, is he a striker that you look at him and say, okay, let's give him two another two years or whatever? Is he going to become a finished article? Is he going to start scoring goals? You hope I so. don't see that. You, you know what I mean? And that's why when I talk about Victor Simeone coming to the club, for me, I'll sit back the club to go for Victor Simeone. Yeah. I think we need a striker, a finished article, a young striker who is a finished article who can get us goals. And that's what Victor will give us. Victor will give us goals when he comes to this Chelsea side. I must say, John, I, I do look at the Chelsea team and the, the Chelsea squad and it's it, it, the mind boggles that a billion pounds has been spent on that. There's no leaders are looking at an awful lot of potential with big question marks over whether they actually fulfil that potential. To your point, I'm not seeing many finished there articles. Exactly. The, that's the question, Chris. When you talk about it, we talk about leaders. Talk about leaders. That is so important. The spine of the team. I keep talking about it. When we were at the club, JT in the dressing room, how many times has he gone to players right in the middle of, the, you know, in the dressing room, in the second half, and the manager is speaking. He comes to you right there, grabs you by the neck and tells you to wake the fuck up. You know what I mean? A drug bar comes to you and tells you to wake up. We need to win this game. <laughs> you, you wake you up. You have to wake up. 
So I, when I look at that dressing room, I don't see those guys. But you know, a Frank Lampard screaming at you. You know, in, in you know, in the middle of the park. I had lots of fights with with Frank. You know, with Michael Essien, with Michael Balak. I was young, but I had fights with them. You know what I mean? We all wanted to win. It doesn't matter what it was. We mm. all wanted to win. It's all right. You can look at me and say I'm a young player, but if you're not doing what you have to do, I have the right to scream at you. Yeah. I have the right to scream at you. We have to have a little bit of fight on the pitch. And then at the end of the game, if we win the game, it's all down to the team. It's all about winning, and that's what we had. And when I look at this Chelsea team today, tell me one time when you've seen them oh, no. argue on the pitch. No, never. You just, uh, never. They look nobody. Soft. Exactly. Nobody argues on the pitch. Nobody. But same with United. Exactly. Uh, same with throw, United. Exactly. Throw Man United, my team, into the mix as well. It's exact same, John. Yeah. I see so many similarities between those two teams. Right exactly. Now. I look at City today. If you watch the City game today, you could see Rodri, Diaz, oh. screaming at the players. Yeah. You need to wake up. You need to. You know, I saw winners. I saw the mentality of of leaders. I that's don't it. see that exactly. The that, mentality that, of leaders. It. Winners exactly. and leaders. I don't see that this Chelsea team. And it's gonna t- if we, we need to start winning winning games, I don't care. Right now, the rebuilding process should be thrown out of the window. We need to it's time to start winning games. Next four games before the end of the year for Chelsea. Sheffield United at the bridge, Wolves away, Crystal Palace back at the bridge, and then they finish Kenilworth Road against Luton Town on December the thirtieth. Let me ask you this, John, popping you on the spot. Does Mauricio Pochettino, from what you're seeing, does he see out the season as Chelsea boss? Oh, not now if we keep going to the race where we're going. Not winning games. Definitely not. I don't see it. I don't see it. It doesn't matter. If we don't win the next couple of games, I don't care. It's Sheffield United and yeah. Wolves. Yeah, yeah exactly. With the greatest respect, Palace and Luton. Exactly. If we don't win those games, if we don't win these games, I mean... <sighs> and yeah, another, something has to be done. Something has, something to, has to be done. I mean, I'm a big Poch fan, but... This is Chelsea Football Club. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all I have to say. This is Chelsea Football Club. We win games. We win trophies. It's all right to say the rebuilding process. You've had a whole preseason. Absolutely. No, you're not, you're not a European competition. You always have a week to prepare yeah. for these games. You're not going to talk. There's no complaints about tiredness. You have a very young team, a very energetic team. Right now, we need to see your idea, the way you want the team to play. Your philosophy, the way you want the team to play. It's been how many games now in the season? 16. 16 games in the season. And we have about 22 league games left. We have to start winning games. Enough about the rebuilding process. It's time to win games. Taking the Mikel. This is the OB1 podcast made possible, of course, by Betwinner. We're keeping you all on tenter hooks for the special one. Jose Mourinho, an exclusive. John OB Mikel's got friends in high places. Jose, <laughs> the gaffer, the boss. Trust me when I say you do not want to miss this. Monday, December the 18th. Before we wrap up this edition of Taking the Mikel, a couple of other talking points that I want to get your thoughts on, John. Got to start. Man United. If Ooh. Mauricio Pochettino is, well, if there's question marks still there for him, Eric Ten Hag is shuffling his way to the exit door you're shaking your head at me <laughs> Man United nil Bournemouth 3 this oh, past weekend oh. it was car crash oh, it was it was I watched the game I mean it was it was horrible what I saw a United Manchester United football club you've it, been in uh, are they playing for that manager are they done I don't think so what I saw yesterday I think when you look at the, 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 the body language of the players it says you know we want to change we want to change of manager that's what it says the body language of the players show that they want the manager out of the door nobody's running around putting an effort for that manager. Nope. I don't think so. Even when Rashford came in, you could see. It's like he, doesn't, he didn't want to come on the pitch. So for me, I think the players, are had, they've had enough and they're not playing for that manager. I think you can tell. And standing, <laughs> when I watch him, I feel so sorry for him standing on the touchline. 
you know, looking at him, it's a manager that, that, that does, has a lot of emotions. He wants to be in the, you know, he, he wants to succeed, you know, he with looks, his Manchester United team. Looks, but I think, drained. exactly, I think the players have had enough. Hey, uh, it's a bit harsh to name players, but I will, because I'm a journalist, so I can do this, and you can give me an honest opinion if you believe with what I'm saying. Anthony Martial must be the worst player in the Premier League, John. And and wh- when I say that, people will be thinking, oh, the boy's skillful. I, I don't care that he's got technical attributes. His work ethic his general demeanour offends me yeah, yeah how has that boy I think lasted that, nine years I think years that's the word that's club? the word there the demeanour his body language oh. for me when I look at him sometimes sometimes I forget that sometimes when I see him on the pitch I, I remember is he still in the, is, he, is he still in this Manchester United team nine years he's been nine in that football club nine years he's been in this football club He's testimonial next Mate. year. <laughs> it's mental. He's not getting enough of that, is he? Uh, well, I mean, I would, I would absolutely create a, a little bit of a skirmish <laughs> if that man gets a blooming testimonial. David De Gea hasn't even been given one of those yet, and hopefully yet, yeah. sense prevails on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. He should get one. I mean, he should a, definitely get one. Anthony Martial, Anthony Martial is yeah. the poster boy of how standards are falling at that football. Oh team. yeah, no, I, I, I mean, it's one player that you know, I never, I never tend to understand what he does at a football club. He comes in, he he does, he just he walks around the pitch, he moans, he, he shakes his head, yeah, and. And you look at him, do something. At least, if you're not playing well, kick somebody. Like, you know, Ryan Rogan says, <laughs> start a fight. Yeah, do something. <laughs> do something. Kick somebody. Show you I care. Mean, show you care, exactly. Anthony Michel is opposite of that. He does absolutely nothing of that sort. And for me, I, again, when I look at him, every time I see him on the pitch, I think, oh, fuck me. He's still in Manchester United, <laughs> yeah. is it? And I mean, again, when I look at, you know, the likes of Bruno Fernandes, I know uh, uh, Roy Keane said he doesn't deserve the captaincy and ban. Who you else know, is there? Who else is there? You look around exactly. that football club. Who else is there? It's a mess. It is a mess. If Chelsea's a I mess, mean, Man United is exactly, one. exactly. So we're looking at you look like you know the players that you get get your goals in Manchester United. Mike Tomney is, is hey, I'll have nothing said. <laughs> nothing. I don't know, the exactly. Big Scots. <laughs> the big Scots, man. I mean, it tells you, it tells it's you true, how far, yeah. how bad it is. You know, yeah. if he's a top, top scorer, exactly, he's the top scorer of Manchester five, United. Five goals, five goals, exactly. And you have Harry Maguire, who's been frozen out of the team, who brought back for months. Now he's been brought back, and he's the best player in the team. It shows you how bad the team is. Eric Ten Hag has got the week from hell. Bayern Munich midweek. They need to win that and hope the result goes their way Ooh. over in Copenhagen. That's to see them into the last 16 of the Champions League. I don't think that happens. No. Nope. And then next weekend, you know Not where they coming, go? Coming out of the back of uh, uh, Bayern, losing 5-1. 5-1, exactly. Yeah. Uh, to Frankfurt yep. this past weekend in the Bundesliga. That doesn't help. So It doesn't. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I didn't even think of that, John. Yeah. <laughs> so Bayern will look to, to have a, a Exactly. A they look about back. Yeah, reaction. And then ne- next weekend, you know where United are? Anfield. Ooh, Anfield. Liverpool. <laughs> Top of the table, Liverpool. The scene of, and I was there last season, yeah. Liverpool 7, Man United 0. I'm not going to say it's going to be 7 0 next weekend. I don't think it's going to be 7. But it, it could still be a long afternoon. It's probably going to be about 2 3, I think. <sighs> I mean, yeah. that's. Yeah. And if he loses both of them, he's done. You've just I, lost 3 yeah. 0 over Bournemouth. Yeah. I think if he loses both, I think he's done. Should be. Should be. Easy. Easy. It's the same for Chelsea as well. I mean, if Poch if, 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 loses if to Sheffield United, yeah, if he loses Sheffield United, oh, is it Sheffield bridge. United Wolves? Uh, Sheffield United at home, Wolves away. Ooh, Wolves, I mean, if they Wolves. were to lose yeah. at home to Sheffield United, unless we forget, Forest have gone there, bit of a smashing grab job yep. this season already. Yep. Yep. They've won. Yep. Uh, you know, 
If Villa did likewise, they went, well, you know, Villa are proving themselves to be a good team, but oh, they got to the bridge. Now, yeah. They sprung out, I think it was Ollie Watkins, wasn't it, that scored the winner. So teams have shown the blueprint to beat Chelsea at the bridge. If Sheffield United, who had a great result at the weekend, 1-0 over Brentford, if they go there Ooh. next weekend and win Ooh. the bridge, and you know what it's like, I know. the natives will be restless. The fans, the fans will turn on them. Definitely, yeah, the fans will turn on him for sure. If it doesn't, if we don't win against Sheffield United at home, at home, the fans will definitely turn on. I know the fans. The fans they give you time, but if, when you don't, when you start losing games against the lesser team, they will turn on you for sure. And when if we don't lose against Sheffield United, I think yeah. for me he will be under massive, massive, massive pressure. Eric Ten Hag yeah. and Mauricio Pochettino, two men that are facing huge questions uh, over the course of the next few days. One man who is not and can do no wrong, seemingly. Got to get your thoughts on Aston Villa, John. Ooh. It's now, I think, 16 successive wins. 16 or 15, Park. I think, yeah. 15, yeah. 15, 15, yeah. Massive. Villa Park. Massive, uh, massive. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Waste I watched time. them Yeah, I watched them yesterday against Arsenal. The way they, the way they started the game, you know, until right about when they scored the goal the pressure the way they played they played uh, they played like a big team they played like a team that knows exactly what they came to do they knew exactly what the way they wanted to play passing the ball the pressure up high you know keeping the pressure up high you know the block up high as well making sure that Arsenal couldn't play out from the back and then they got that goal and then they sat back a bit for me I watched Villa yesterday they have an identity they that do. is the thing they have an identity the way they were to play Unai Emery has done an amazing fantastic job with are they team. honestly you know where I'm going with nah, this I wouldn't uh, say they con- <laughs> they're not title challengers <laughs> no they're not title contenders top four top four uh, I think I think this season is top five isn't it to qualify for the Champions League potentially, potentially yeah, yeah, right. yeah 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 because obviously City did, yeah the coefficients yeah, yeah, as well exactly. you're absolutely right the new rules so, so if it's a top five I will put Villa there Apple Villa there but they're not title challengers no no, not yet Liverpool top of the league of course Arsenal beaten by Villa Man City coming from behind to beat Luton to close that gap Liverpool Arsenal City are you still sticking with City to win it still sticking with City still sticking with City I think we I think like 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 Pepper said did you say we (laughs) oh John Obi Mikel's become a City fan you heard it here first (laughs) he's jumped shit from one blue team you've done a Frank Lampard it's what you've done John (laughs) no obviously (laughs) obviously I know I'm a blue 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 on that but then obviously I just love the way this team play I mean mean, it's a team that every Saturday whatever Saturday Sunday I have to watch a City side and, and I take your point Yeah, I know you watched them against Luton they weren't yeah. great in the first 45 no, they, great, they yeah. fell behind but as good winning teams exactly as they do they exactly. find a way and they just they go up a gear they exactly. always amazed me that's watching the thing exactly the really good teams when they've had an off 45 and off 60 minutes they just find a they gear up. or two they turn it up they go up a gear and that's that, that's what the winning team, the winning mentality, that's what you get from this big club, these big players. I was watching them again today against Luton, this Luton side. You know, Luton were very physical. They made the game very awkward for this City side, very physical. Uh, they were kicking the hell out of the players. <laughs> but then, second half, they came out. They found their way. They kept on passing the ball, kept yeah. on moving. You could see that, that they went up a gear. The energy, the, 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 the arrogance, they came out with a certain arrogance to dominate the game and they pinned Luton back there until they got, they got the the, you know the equaliser and then got the winning goal it just shows the character of this uh, of this city side and how much they want to win the winning mentality again I keep saying 
the leaders yeah. in the team, You're the right. Ruben Diaz, the Rodri, the, the, the Kyle Walker, you know, these players, I could see them today leading the team, screaming and shouting on that pitch. It just reminds me when I, when, when, you you know, when I watched right exactly I'm smiling because this is what we used to do. We used to have a fight with each other on the pitch. Yeah. On the pitch. It doesn't matter. We're best friends after that. Just get the, the result. Get let's, the result. Get, let's get the fucking result and yeah. win the game. Yeah. Let's get the three points. That's what we want. Right now, I don't see that from this child. It's all nice. It's all friendly. It's all it's nobody soft. So, too There's soft. An, uh, soft too underbelly. soft. Yeah. Nobody's screaming. Nobody's giving instruction to anybody. It's nobody's all a bit nice. Isn't too it? nice. You're so right. Too nice. nice. We can't win games being too nice. Mourinho used to tell, say that to us. You can't win games being nice. You guys have to go out there and be fucking nasty. Because they are fucking nasty to you. You all go out there and be even mean. Be fucking nasty. Kick the hell out of them and make sure you win that game. And we go out and win the game. Well, talking of Jose Mourinho, uh, we can give you a little taste of what's upcoming. Uh, Monday, 18th of December, you want to be subscribing to the Obi-Wan podcast made possible by Betwinner. Because, well, why? Well, it's because it's the special one. Episode 7, six episodes done. John Terry, Frank Lampard, Victor Ossimi, Florent Maluda, Roberto Di Matteo, Gianfranco Zola. It's taking us to the magnificent 7th John Monday, December 18th. And I think we were buzzing Ooh, when we recorded yeah. this this past week. The one and only. The it, one and only. The special one. It's going to make one. waves, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean... It's you know it's amazing to obviously get the get the special one on the pod. I mean, what a fantastic feeling it was. Somebody who never does podcasts, you know, podcasts. He just does not. You know, I, all I have to say is massive, massive thanks to him and his team to you know giving us this time and making sure they support the Obi Wan podcast. So if you haven't, uh, make sure you guys tune in. December the 18th yes. you know subscribe, subscribe now and make sure it's gonna be fucking awesome it is tell your friends about <laughs> it tell your mum and dad tell your auntie and uncle tell everyone about it trust me when I say uh, over an hour in conversation with Jose Mourinho you do not want to miss this box office stuff and there are some little gems in there that I think it's fair to say will be making <laughs> headlines across the globe. This is Mikel B, former Super Eagles and Chelsea midfielder, urging you all to sign up with Betwinner. Betwinner is a platform that offers sports betting, casino and games. Also, you stand a chance in getting up to 200% bonus on registration. Remember to bet responsibly. But that is it. I promised John Obi Mikel half an hour, but a little <laughs> over that on this edition of Taking the Mikel. Hot off the press. Chelsea fans, we'd love to hear from you. Of course, you can get in touch with us. Do follow us on our social media platforms at Obi One Podcasts. If you've got a thought, get it into us. You can DM us on our Instagram. You can get us on X as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts. But I guess the message from John Obi Mikel is. He's unhappy tonight. He's not going to sleep well tonight. Nope. He's still very much in the porch camp. Yeah. But things, yeah. if they don't pick up in the next few Have weeks, change, John, yeah. it's exactly. going to be a long 2024, yeah. I think. Big porch fan. Big big fan of the team and what we're doing. But we need to start winning yeah, games. Start it's winning about games. time we need to start fucking winning games. I love it. That's a man who is angry tonight. Right. He's angry at me now because I kept on 33 <laughs> minutes. Not the 30 I promised him. Right, John. Looking forward to next Monday. Monday, December the 18th. I'll say it again. Obi-Wan podcast made possible by Betwinner with the one and only Jose Mourinho. Until then, folks, ta-da. Sports Social Podcast Network.